the money and the fame They be looking funny when the numbers ain't the same I've been going dummy, taking off and switching lanes Say my name, say my name All I ever wanted was the money and the fame They be looking funny when the numbers ain't the same I've been going dummy, taking off and switching lanes Yeah, yeah Ladies and gentlemen, right around the corner is a war. It is a, uh, a battle of maximum proportions. Um, we are in trying times. Uh, the world has not seen something so cavalier uh, transpire in a way right before our eyes the way that we are witnessing what we are witnessing right now. Uh, uh, division. Um, chaos. Absolute anarchy. And some of you know, most of you know what I'm talking about. And yes, I am talking about Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay. <laughs> yes, it is quite trying times, if you ask me. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater to the Carolina Panthers. Matty Ice still sitting in Atlanta. And guess what? Our boy Drew Brees is coming back to New Orleans. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is me, your host, Shane Smith. A.K.A. Shane O. A.K.A. whatever you want to call me. And this is the Organic Poison Podcast, Sickest in the South. I am back after quite a long break. Um, it has been uh, some interesting things going on in this world and in my life, which we will get to at some point in this podcast. But for now, I'd like to start it off with some smooth going football talk. <laughs> I say smooth going. It's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, you know, just a, a a brief run over. Tom Brady signs for two years for $50 million at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No trade option. It's pretty nuts. Uh, you know, whenever they first started talking about how, oh, well, he's going to leave the Patriots and he's going to go and play for somebody else. It's like, ah, who? Who? Where, where would he go and play? You know, you, you're obviously the entire time you've known who Tom Brady was. He was playing for the Patriots. I mean, with the exception of those who knew who he was prior to playing for the Patriots, I didn't. I was pretty young, and I, to be frank, didn't really care that much for football. Um, I'm going to be pretty honest. It's going to be really, really exciting to see us play against... Uh, us, me being a Saints fan, if you haven't gathered, us play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice a year. And we get to play Tom Brady twice a year. It's going to make it a lot more interesting. Uh, I would like to think that the games are not going to go much different. Tampa Bay needs to get uh, eradicated either way. But uh, something leads me to believe with all these people wanting to go and play there now, people are talking about, I'll take uh, two-thirds of what my contract would be if I could just go and play for with Tom Brady, which is exciting nonetheless. But... Uh, 
you know, he signed two years, $50 million. I don't know all the full details on it. I don't, I don't get paid to uh, do this podcast, much less do this podcast and know all the particulars about the sports. <laughs> so uh, Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina, which, you know, it'd be easier to be a lot happier for him if in the event he was going somewhere other than in our division. But what can I say? I'm not here to complain. I'm happy for Teddy. And I'll be happy when we kick his ass throughout the season. But Teddy signed three years, $63 million. Don't know all the details on that one. But, you know, hey, go Teddy. Happy for him. That's awesome. Uh, interesting thing is Drew Brees coming back for uh, two years, $50 million. But there's some odd, weird finesse thing going on there where he is getting paid. And I don't really understand what it is that's going on with that. But apparently he's getting paid uh, like a very small portion of money in order for them to keep the salary cap low or something of that nature. I'm not entirely sure. But that is one thing that I would love for one of you... Uh, sports experts, or in quotation marks, sports experts to give me a little bit of information on if you guys want to fill me in uh, in the comment section on my Instagram, Facebook, or hit me up. It doesn't matter. I would like to know some more without trying to read the mumbo-jumbo with the plus and negative signs and all the words that I don't understand when I try to Google this information. <laughs> oh, and uh, I would like to mention Matty Ice and Julio Jones just recently got Todd Gurley, apparently, and good for them, because they still suck. So, sorry if you're a Falcons fan. I know my dear friend Taylor Foster is a diehard Falcons fan, but I am not, so I do not care. that The Todd Gurley thing is meant to be sarcastic, and I don't give a damn, because they're going to still suck. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um... Well, while we were gone, there is probably a lot more to talk about with football, but since I'm doing this episode exclusively by myself, I uh, can only go back and forth so much. If I had somebody who was uh, a little bit more inclined to discuss those topics with me, I could probably go a little deeper into the subject. There's a lot of crazy things going on right now in football. If you look on uh, social media, it's almost as exciting as watching, uh, basketball, the basketball offseason when everybody was making all these trades, but nonetheless, I mean, you know, it's football, we'd rather see that than basketball, most of us, some of us, not most of us, probably half of us, most of the people who listen to this would probably rather watch football, uh, with that being said, uh, while we were gone, I was gone away on my break. We went and shot a pod, not a podcast, we went and shot a music video for my uh, Best of the Pine Belt nominated song, uh, Manny Anderson. Once again, I want to give a shout out to Manny Anderson because he is awesome. Um, and I would like to tell you guys a little bit about that day we went and shot the video. Uh, we went to Macomb, or Pike County rather, and we had an excellente uh, time we drank a lot of beer, uh, hung out with a lot of good friends, and um, it was it was a good time. That day we we kicked it. I got to hang out with friends that I hadn't seen in a while. I got to kick it with some friends that I had seen recently. Uh, got a babysitter. That was cool. Uh, shout out to my family who watched my child. Um, this was prior to uh, the the epidemic that is our pandemic. Excuse me. That's going on around the planet right now but we'll get into that here in a few minutes 
But, uh, yeah, there's this place in Macomb, or in Summit, actually, uh, some friends of ours, they have this property that they're, they own, so their family lives there, the family is awesome family, shout out to the Muses, uh, they have a barn there that we used to hang out in, and they have this big field in the back, and we have this, the big field in the back is like got trees, but it's got like hills and all this other stuff, and we call it Lucidia. Uh, I'm just letting you in on kind of if you see any of my hashtags or any of my places that I've commented and things that I've said That's kind of what that is uh, There's a handful of people that already know all of that stuff So it's more or less catering to them because they're my homies and we've been friends forever. I digress uh, We uh, Scott Weisberger uh, Scott Mitchell aka eradicate aka Weisberger uh, He was the one who shot the video for us and I thank him so much for his not only doing the things that uh, We need him to do and him having the wherewithal to be able to do them But also put being patient with us because all of us together goofing off and Getting a little tipsy can be a little bit overbearing I can imagine but he stuck in there and uh, helped us Helped us get some really good material, and I cannot wait to release that video for you guys. Uh, and for myself, because it's going to be awesome. The trailer for, uh, well, the first trailer is out now. Uh, the, there, I want to thank all of you guys for voting for that song. Everyone who voted for Manny Anderson in the Best of the Pine Belt, I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you've probably seen where I posted a million different times and had other people posting a million different times. To vote for that song to be nominated, and once it was nominated, uh, for Song of the Year and the Best of the Pine Belt Awards. Um, it's pretty awesome. You know, I've been hanging out and, you know, chilling and then moved to Hattiesburg uh, a year ago. But I've been hanging out and spending time here for forever. So it's pretty awesome. Both different, when I was younger, playing music, and uh, obviously my wife is from here. So it's kind of awesome to be able to uh, more or less find my way sneak in through the door i guess and be able to uh be a part of the community with that being said i do want to shout out to everybody else who's nominated for that um and i do want to uh all the people who are nominated for the music categories um i would love to be able to i say that sneak into the community but i actually would like to once uh social distancing has become uh, a thing of the past i would like to be able to uh be more involved not uh necessarily be um the the one in the spotlight but are one of the ones in the spotlight but i would like to be more involved to come and uh watch people perform or come to activities that people have going on and be more involved i uh i i, I make a living and i pay my bills i don't exactly have the money to just go and spend all the time and i do have a almost one-year-old child so leaving the house is not always the most convenient thing to do on the weekends but nonetheless uh, congratulations to everyone nominated in all the categories. Um, if you would like to uh, vote for Manny Anderson, there will still be a chance for it to be voted for. Um, on May 4th through the 17th, you will be able to vote, and voting it counts double. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to pester people online about it, but... The more people that I have that vote on every day of that voting is available, the better it will be. Uh, a lot of the people that I'm going, uh, I don't want to say up against, but I am also nominated with are uh, bands. Bands with uh, girlfriends or wives or uh, 
more in tune on the pulse of the the area so uh me being me as one solidary person it is uh nice to have any kind of help that i can get when the time comes so i'm quite sure that between now and then you will have hear me or see me say something else about it but let me just start by saying now the 4th through the 17th of may would be a great time for you guys to hop on and and vote for uh manny anderson song of the year uh and right now through a week from today you guys can uh vote for organic poison the podcast you're listening to right now for uh best of the pine belts uh best podcast and it will also be available to be voted on again on the 4th through the 17th of may just like the manny anderson song but the way they do it is they break it down into they have categories and then they have subcategories there's four categories and then there's a a million subcategories so uh, shout out! I want to shout out to uh, Terrence Bridges, uh, Lee Chambliss, and Tyler Jackson, and Anthony Washington, and the Prom Nights as a whole. Uh, Prom Nights just released a new song. They released their first single. I don't know if you're familiar with who the Prom Nights are, but they are awesome. And I think you guys really should consider checking them out because they are an amazing cover band but they're finally deciding to release their own music and it's it's up to par for sure i am uh i've listened to their song on soundcloud uh, probably about 17 times as it came out so and i've been texting my friends who care and don't care about it so check them out pretty awesome i digress but uh i want to shout out to anybody that i uh, forgot (laughs) <laughs> and just tell them that congratulations for being nominated for the things that you got nominated for. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, you should expect to re- the release date for the music video. I digress totally. I forgot I was even talking about that. But uh, you should expect the release for the music video to be somewhere in the middle of April. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting time to release it and promote it and just do some more with the song and i do want you guys to know that i have a lot more music coming it's been very convenient having this go on with the uh with manny anderson because it has given me time to build up more content uh sonically speaking because now whenever You know, it has ran its course. We're not going to just do one song at a time and run it out for a couple of months. It's going to, you know, we're going to keep it coming. So I'm really excited to be able to uh, put out some more music. I mean, it's almost like I don't want to say a rebirth, but it's like I've I've come back. I've come back from a top of the mountain to the people. That sounds really douchey, but you get what I'm saying. I am really looking forward to releasing it and hopefully working on some music with some people from the area. I know that there's a million artists in Jackson that I've been wanting to do music with. And now that I've spent time here, I, like there's a lot of artists, whether it be uh, G. Nero or Probable Cause or Cam the Maker or, you know, there's other artists from here that I would really like to be able to do music with. And we're going to make that happen. So, um, yeah, so go vote and uh wait be expecting for that music video and new music to be coming soon because that's going to be fun i'm really looking forward to trying out some new things it's there's pressure but there's not as much pressure as at different times in my uh musical career i guess you could say i wouldn't even call it a career but i'd like for it to be but you get what i'm saying (laughs) um so i guess we could talk about the elephant in the room uh 
worldwide, when I wrote down these stats, there were 303,594 cases of the coronavirus worldwide. There were 94,625 people who had recovered, and there were 12,000, 12, excuse me, 964 deaths. Uh, that's a lot. It's a lot of people. There, in the grand scheme of things, sure, maybe not, but it's, it's a growing number. Uh, there are things. There are things that. Uh, you know, do more damage, <laughs> I suppose, than that. But this is clearly becoming a pretty big deal here in America. Um, you know, just speaking, it's a big thing in the world, but now it has become the ultimate uh, thorn in our side here in America. Um, the numbers, when I wrote them down uh, earlier today, there's 25,645 cases in America, uh, the USA. There were 147 people have recovered, and 296 had died. Obviously, the numbers are a lot different than the worldwide view, but I believe that a lot of the recovery rate is coming from uh, China, where I believe the inception of this, uh, or to our knowledge, the uh, inception of this pandemic came from that is where a lot of the recoveries are coming from which is good news i mean for what it's worth because that means that there is a a, a light at the end of the tunnel for everywhere else i mean it, italy is in full lockdown and they're doing really bad i mean it is very uncomfortable for us and we are in you know probably by tomorrow we are going to be on a national lockdown and that's concerning but you know it's not the end of the world these are very, very odd times that we are experiencing. Something that you probably would only see in a movie. And a movie that is far darker than the sun is outside right now. You know, like, do you need peace of mind? I mean, just, you know, watch those movies. Probably, watching those movies probably won't give you that peace of mind. But, you know, you can go outside and look at the, look at the sky or something or look at your dog and be like, oh, man, you know, maybe we can make it through this. It's, it's not it's not the end of the world, but it might be. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just joking. But, yeah, it's definitely not a, a, a laughing matter. It is, but it's not. We've all heard the saying, you laugh so you don't cry. Well, I think that, that this could be one of those uh, very particular moments. Uh, I would probably encourage everyone to try to keep their cool. Well, with that being said, this is going to be a culture shift for uh, the American people. Um, I mean, I could keep it on a small shelf, I mean a small, you know, a small level and say that it's a culture shift for us locally. No, this is, I mean, to be honest, this is going to be a culture shift for the entire planet. Things are going to be drastically different for a while after this is all said and done. Uh, Local businesses and local artists are are going to. There's going to be a percentage of people who just give up and have to close and be forced to give up. Whether it be musicians or whether it be businesses, it's like people are going to have to uh, find other sources of revenue. Revenue and like a lot of businesses are going to be shut down. But I do want to encourage people as much as you can now and right after we come out of this storm to go and support local businesses wherever you are whether you're in mississippi or 
Canada, <laughs> you know, wherever you are, just go and try to get, put stimulate some more money in your local economy because we're going to need it. I mean, it is pretty odd, odd that things are going the way they are, but it, it, you know, we kind of hoped and prayed that it would just blow over. Oh, it's not going to bother us. It's not going to affect us. Well, whether the virus is affecting us or not, the uh, the effects of the virus are. We are we are being affected economically, and we are being affected socially. Um, uh. I want to say I think that we should probably keep the conspiracies to a minimum. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, or I'll be honest. I have been the, a huge proponent of the government is lying to us and bullshitting us, and this is what's really going on, and that's what's really going on. But this whole it was the Democrats that did it, or the Republicans knew, and da da da. Some of this stuff that are Bill Gates and he knew, and five G is killing us, and da 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 da. All of these things. There, if you just just take a hundred of the top theories and put them in a bucket. You will you probably could siphon out some truth from some of that. There probably is some truth, but I think for right now it probably wouldn't hurt for us to have our blinders on. Because we have to be, we almost have to be not, we're being selfish by putting that into the atmosphere, by posting all these things and causing more chaos than we need. Because you're being selfish with your, your like mental stability, your emotional stability, and physically. I mean, we talk about. We talk about all these things, and we're it's, we're so angry and angry and frustrated, and we're kind of just pissing in the wind, because all those theories, nothing, nothing of those theories is going to help us right now. It's not going to help your followers right now. It's not going to help your neighbors. It's not going to help someone's grandparents or someone's kids. I'm not speaking for myself. I I love talking about conspiracies as much as the next guy. Six months from now or a year from now, when it's nowhere near as pivotal in people's minds, maybe we can. Maybe we can open our blinders to this situation again. But for right now, I don't really see a need for all that. It's like we have we have problems that we have to face right now. It's like it's like being to me it's the same thing as like being mad at god for letting it flood somewhere it's like what are you going to do there's nothing you can you can do about it especially not right now so i mean if i had to make a suggestion i would say let's try to keep the the you know conspiracy theories to a minimum and be more about trying to you know, see, see, talk to, ask someone how they're doing, even if they're not doing good, even if there's nothing you can do. Having someone to talk to is very helpful, and it, I mean, it does mean a lot to people. You know, keeping in contact with people you haven't, that's one good thing about this is people, a lot of people don't have anything to do, so they're talking to people more, and that's good. We need to, even if it is picking up the phone and calling them, or even shooting a text, you know, it's like, there's people you don't see that often. Get in touch with them. Try to talk to them more. Uh... And, you know, it's, of course, your family, but, like, even still, talk to your friends, you know, talk to old friends. Find Use this time to communicate with, uh, you know, music artists. Find this time to set up some kind of collaboration or be like, hey, man, when we get done with this, we're going to do a show together. You know, and all this is done because uh, something that we have, something that we have uh, lost a lot of is uh, community. And this is kind of versus a natural, like a, this virus versus a natural disaster is a little different 
because now we're all being forced to stay away from each other. Now, I'm not saying that that's right or wrong, because let's be honest, based off of what we know and what we've been told, this virus, it's in our best interest to stay away from other people. But the natural disaster, it's like the community comes together to do things and we forget about race and we forget about what people, who people voted for and you know, we forget about, you know, past transgressions because we have to come together for a common goal. And I think that we can still utilize this for that same reason. And I think we utilize this to pursue those same goals. But we all pretty much live on our phones anyway. So why not use this time? I mean, I'll make a challenge for you guys. Uh, to each day of this whole lockdown, whatever is going on, epid- pandemic, take find 10 different people and comment something positive on their stuff say something nice to people not just me not just the person that you say something nice to all the time find someone else find someone that you know is you you've seen all these different people working and trying to get something whether it be an artist a music artist or so a, a graphic designer or somebody who just does art or somebody who plays a sport and does videos or somebody who makes uh, funny videos whatever it may be you go out and or go online, you're already there. So make the point to comment on somebody's stuff and tell them, you know, or message them and say, hey, man, I like your stuff. Because uh, there's probably a lot of people that you like their stuff and you just don't ever say anything to them. There's no bridge of communication. So I think now would be a good time for all of us to start more of a bridge of communication and, you know, take all of these separate communities and start to bind them together there's no reason not to do that and this is you know this does not go just for locally i'm talking about whoever you are wherever you are listening to this uh, you know overall this has been a, a very eye-opening experience for me just seeing people and how they've reacted to everything you know we've We've pretty much been dealing with a pandemic of our own on a much smaller scale, not to make light of this, because this is a far more serious thing, the uh, coronavirus, but, you know, we've all been really, really negative to each other online these past few years. Uh, It's been growing prior to that, but ever since the the most recent elections, we kind of have become a little bit more hateful towards each other and... Uh, everybody's just trying to one-up each other, you know, like, oh man, well, my president did this, or my president did that, or your president sucks, or your president's orange, or my president was black, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, the more we sit here and we debate and we argue over these things, these trivial things, and more or less fight these wars for these guys, the more they continue to do whatever it is that they want to do to us. And I'm not even speaking about literal going to war, like fighting and killing and, you know, taking over land or whatever it may be. That's a whole different conversation. I'm talking about the wars that we have with ourselves and amongst each other online. Like, there is, I'm not trying to, I'm not even trying to sound like some hippie, I'm just saying we are all way too angry. I'm speaking to myself too. We all get too worked up and angry and talk about semantics and it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, I mean, there was a good president once upon a time. There was a bad president once upon a time. Everybody has complained about the presidents forever. People have complained about the government for forever. 
they have the government has always done something shady i'm not saying that it's okay for us to let it happen now i'm not saying that we shouldn't be grateful when something good happens and i'm not saying that you shouldn't be you shouldn't stand up for what you believe in but you have to understand we are all americans so we have to find a way to find common ground and agree to disagree because if we don't find that means of agreeing to disagree then we're never going to get ahead we're going to stay in the same spot fighting amongst each other for forever so you know i like i said i'm just as guilty of it as anyone else i'm being having a therapeutic moment right here i mean i'm just sharing with you guys i think that there are things that we could all be a little bit more understanding of and stop being you know and it's hard to do when there's 10 people on your timeline running you down about something you said because you were proud that trump did something that these other people d disagreed with <laughs> you know it's like oh man all these guys are jumping down my throat about bernie well bernie's a communist oh, but bernie's this bernie's that it's like but what point does that serve it serves no point all of these all of these politicians do something that a lot of half the half the people don't agree with and half the people do and if you a lot of people if it's their guy they're going to defend that person at all cost they will do everything in their power to defend that person even if they did something wrong they will compare it to something else that someone else did and this goes for both or all sides of this argument everyone does the same thing so you know if you, you start thinking about it it's like we're all just like playing it's like we're all in, in a big old game and, and we're just the people we are their pawns to play this game and i'm not trying to say i'm not even saying this in a way that's like some conspiratorial thing they need us so they can move their positions of power so us sitting there arguing all that's doing is just fueling the fire that we're set claiming to hate so i mean you know i'll get off of this but i'm just saying sometimes it probably wouldn't hurt any of us to turn the other cheek and not continue to uh put put diesel on the on the flame you know it really wouldn't hurt anything um in other news something is uh in the toilet paper <laughs> uh, i don't know you know in the midst of all this pandemic going on and all that other good stuff something that people have decided that they needed is toilet paper now this is uh something i actually wrote on like this a side note but i did want to bring it up because why is it that people are getting toilet paper now let's just assume let's try to think about the people who get the toilet paper as opposed to a couple of flats of canned goods i went and got a bunch of canned goods for when the time comes if the time comes with the lockdown and them not letting us go out and shop and all that other stuff now i have toilet paper as well but not to the level in which uh it seems like everyone else does not everyone else but some people you know you hear about people complaining and being upset about the toilet paper which to be fair is a pretty understandable thing to complain about but i'm a little curious like what's the most toilet paper that one person walked out of walmart with like how much did you spend on toilet paper like think about an average an average grocery trip for me it was probably about 150 bucks it just depends on how long we go without getting it depends on if we're you know getting meat and stuff of that nature uh 
But what if you went and spent 150 bucks on toilet paper alone? How long would that last you? Like, what if you went and bought all that toilet paper and this, like, didn't transpire into what it's transpired into? And you just literally had 57,000 things of toilet paper in your home. Do you, what do you, what are alternative uses for toilet paper? I mean, okay. Of course, we can wipe our asses with it. Um, toilet paper doesn't really work as well as, say, paper towels do when you're using paper towels for paper towel needs. Um, I mean, you could use it as fire starter, but I don't really know how many people start that many fires. I mean, you would have to, like, literally be burning your house down to start a fire with toilet paper. Which could be somebody's intentions. Uh, I don't know. But the toilet paper thing has gotten people fired up. I was going to, uh, like, save a couple of uh, screenshots of people's complaints about toilet paper. But I ended up not doing that because I didn't want uh, anyone to feel called out. But there's some pretty radical complaints about toilet paper. Uh, uh, I am not... I'm not proud of the people who got that much toilet paper and the people who uh, complain in the ways that they complain. I do want to make one thing clear that's a perfect scenario for this. Uh, maybe a lot of the things that are going off the shelves, whether it be hand sanitizer, which we know, we know good and damn well people weren't buying hand sanitizer like this. But it's like, like toilet paper and, and bread, you know, it's like... Not everyone goes shopping at the same time regularly, like uh, how we have been prior to, uh, say, a month ago. Not even a month ago, two weeks ago. But when everyone went shopping at the same time, maybe that's why it caused these things to all disappear off the shelves the way they did. And the regular influx, or the influx of people purchasing these things... Uh, took a massive blow to the system. It's like if you had a watering hole where three deer regularly went and drank from there, three to five, and then those five deer went and told 20 deers apiece about the watering hole. And so all of those deer came, and you've got over 100 deer drinking there. Well, guess what? The water's gone now. There's, the water isn't coming in quick enough to provide for all of those people. So something tells me it might have actually been in one of those scenarios as opposed to somebody spending $200, $300 on toilet paper uh, or bread, if that makes sense. The $300 on bread or $100 on bread thing is pretty radical to me because that would just mean that you would have to eat a lot of bread really fast. Uh, there's an expiration date on most bread. Um, if there's not, I'd like to know what kind of bread that is because uh, I'll probably never get it if there's a, <laughs> if there's a bread with no expiration date. Um, but yeah, you know, and as crazy as it sounds, it just really made me think about how, you know, people were talking about how uh, you can recover from the, the coronavirus and it's not something that you will be, uh, you know, 
stuck with for forever. And there's a lot of ca most cases people will recover, but they have to. A lot of those people will have to be treated, and the influx of people being pushed into our hospital system. That is the reason why it has become such a problem and such a concern. It's not because people won't get better, but it's because they won't be able to be treated properly if everyone is in the hospital at the same time. That's not to, that's not to mention the however many people have these things that happen, whether it be heart attacks or, you know, diabetics having issues or, you know, people having seizures or, you know, you start to... When you start to think about all that stuff, it really starts to make you understand why it becomes such a big deal. And don't get me wrong, I'm quite sure there's some arterial motives going on behind the behind the scenes, but that doesn't help us. So, like I said, we're not here to talk about that. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it later. We can talk about that later. Um, you know, I really am pretty interested in... Uh, a lot of these live shows that people are doing uh the live shows that people have been putting on on uh instagram and facebook i'm per i'm personally of the thought that people should continue to do this it's big artists and it's small artists and it's everything in between um if you if you did this and you know it wasn't everybody wasn't doing it at the same time you know this could be pretty beneficial for people. I honestly think there should be an app specifically uh, made for this. Like a, a program or an app or a website that is made specifically for these types of things. And it might be a thing already. But uh, I feel like there would be a way for you to do that and collect a certain uh, revenue stream. Uh, I noticed that one of the guys from this band called Periphery, the guitarist, was doing a full set playthrough. And... I did a little bit of the math, and I got to thinking, I'm pretty sure for you to subscribe to someone, and I'm not very familiar with Twitch, I have a few friends that do it, and, you know, I think I had T. Frost was on here talking about it uh, a handful of episodes back, but I have, I did the math, and I thought about it, and let's just say that this guy got 5,000 people to watch him on his Twitch stream, and they all subscribed to him. If they subscribed to his, his page... For him to play a set through, and he got three dollars a person, and I, this is a rough estimate, you know. Let's just say five thousand people sitting at home paid three dollars a piece, and I don't know what Twitch's cut is, but that's five. That's fifteen thousand dollars for one set playthrough. You don't even have to leave your room. Now I'm not sure how much Periphery makes, but I'm quite sure they are a five or six piece band. Maybe five, let's just say they're five. I don't think they're making 15 grand a piece per show. I think that they're having to play quite a few shows to make 15 grand a piece. So, if you look at that, I mean, for all you other artists, I mean, that could be that could be a really solid revenue stream. Do it now though, because if you wait, they're going to find the way and then when everybody's doing it, then there's not going to be any way for you to be able to pull that off. But that's just me saying I, I make rap music. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not of the catalog or of the stature to convince people to come and do that for me right now. But in the same breath, I think that some of you guys are set up for that. I mean, there's a lot of artists that I know locally that could do that and definitely make a couple of bucks off of that. And, you know, it could definitely help you right now in these trying times. But with that being said... It is something to look look into in the future. Somebody should uh, capitalize off of that because we do live in a capitalist society. 
but uh yeah the, the live shows are pretty interesting um you know people apparently getting pretty good response trying to make a, a positive out of a, a negative situation you know everybody's i've been seeing people getting happy about certain people's live playthroughs uh they have a thing here locally in hattiesburg where t-bones the record shop uh they have they've been doing facebook live and they had bringing in certain different artists to come play there i guess with minimal setup probably one person or two people there and then the artist is performing and that's pretty cool because there's no gigs nobody can play any gigs around here right now i believe the restaurants just shut down and the bars and even still i mean there's, you, you're going to cut out half of your crowd because people are, don't want to leave the house or are scared to leave the house or can't leave the house. So now that they've shut everything down, that's not happening anyway. But uh, T-Bones was doing that, and that's that's pretty tight. I'm not sure who else was in on that, but whoever it is, that's pretty smart, pretty cool, clever thing. And uh, it puts a little spotlight on people. You know, there's a lot of people stuck at home right now. I've said that a thousand times, but there's a lot of people stuck at home, so that would be... Uh, it's a pretty beneficial thing for uh, the community, especially the people in the area. Maybe people who didn't know who uh, Brother Josh and the Quickness was. <laughs> you know, then now they do. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's neat. But, uh, yeah. I uh, also want to tell you guys, while I have your attention, I started a playlist um, on Spotify. It is not like a, uh, you know, exclusive thing. You know, I'm not like, uh, I've put plenty of people on there. Um, I want, there's everything from hip-hop and rap to, uh, lo-fi music to, uh, indie rock to a little bit of, uh, like, down-south country tunes. Like, there's a bunch of stuff on there. It's a very big variety. It's called the Organic Poison Playlist. I would love it if you guys would go and subscribe to it or just give it a listen. You might find some artists on there that you have not heard of. You'll find some artists on there that you have heard of. While I was looking for people to put on there, I discovered this band from the area called Goth Dad. I have never heard of them before, uh, this whole Best of the Pine Belt thing. But then when I listened to them, I was like, man, this band's not that bad. Perfect, uh, certain type of vibe, but they're they're a good band. Um, I like their music. They had this song. I don't. I don't know that it's called. I think it might be called Dog, but I think it's called. I don't know. But it, the lyrics to it are pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, really sweet song. You'd have to. You need to go listen to it. You you won't regret hearing it. But it's on the playlist. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of interesting things that, that can be done with this playlist. But uh, I'm just gonna keep continuing to add to it for now. Uh, and I. I really, you know, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you probably can take, go right from here and then type in Organic Poison Playlist and it'll pop up. So, there you go. You don't really have an excuse not to listen to it or subscribe to it or check out some of the bands on there. Nonetheless, everybody should go check that out. Uh, most of music, most music for uh, a lot of artists, they're on Spotify and not SoundCloud. Um, especially like bands, you know, it's like... SoundCloud is a very specific thing these days. It's still kind of, I mean, it's back into like niche or it's overlooked to an extent because it is like every other platform, but not, I mean, not as many people. Most people have Spotify or they have Apple Music at the, if you're someone who listens to your music on your phone all the time or YouTube. Uh, YouTube's just not that convenient if you don't have, uh, you know, YouTube Red or YouTube Go or YouTube Play, whatever it may be. 
Um, you know, I guess I'll give you guys a quick rundown. I, I watched a movie uh, yesterday called Spencer Confidential, maybe? Spen whatever that new Mark Wahlberg movie is with Post Malone. It was the most Mark Wahlberg movie I think I've seen probably in a long time. Uh, nothing new. I mean, it's really not that exciting. They sell you with Post Malone. Uh, that guy from Us and Black Panther is in the movie. He, he's pretty cool, but they kind of make him seem corny. Like, I, like him being next to Walt, Mark Wahlberg makes it seem corny because Mark Wahlberg's pretty corny in that movie. Uh, you know, Post Malone's character is pretty cheesy, but it, it suits him. If I could say, it definitely suits his his look, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, I haven't really watched very many new things. I've been trying to get my Hulu to work, and I want to watch this Hillary Clinton documentary. But uh, mainly just because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and I'm trying to see why. But, uh, you know, the, my wife watched The Witcher. Apparently she said that it was great. The, the way the story worked on it was pretty awesome. Uh, I didn't finish it. I watched a little bit of it, but, you know, I'm kind of bummed, man. I really don't want to spend the money on an HBO account, but, um, if they send these, repar not reparation checks, uh, if they send these checks for us for the stimulus package, I might just go ahead and get, like, uh, two or three months of HBO, because I really want to watch The Outsider. I really want to watch the new season of Westworld. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff on HBO, and I can't find good bootlegs. I don't know how to find that properly anymore, and I used to be able to, but I'm just not. I'm not the uh, the 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 online thief that I once was, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, you know, people who need to release music. I'm gonna say this before I get out of here. Probable Cause needs to put out music so everyone can hear it, and everyone needs to go tell them that. And uh, that that band, MS Paint, they need to put music on Spotify. Or someone needs to tell me where I can find their music. Because I would like to hear their music. Because I've seen a lot of people talk about them. So someone send me some links. I need some links. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I'm about done. Um, I do want to reiterate everyone. Uh, I wish you best of luck in these tough times. Um... You know, all of our, our anger, our, all of our glory shouldn't be focused on the president. Uh, all of our uh, confusion <clears throat> and uh, frustration probably can be blamed on believing everything we see online. Not specifically re regarding the president and then not specifically regarding the coronavirus. I'm just saying in general, there are a lot of things that we could avoid uh, for our mental stability and stop in taking minutes off of our life if we would uh, stop just divulging ourselves so much in social media the way that we do. Obviously, it's fun. We're not going to get rid of it, but we got to stop just assuming that every headline is the truth. So uh, I'm going to let you guys go, and I'm going to go and do something else. So thank you so much for checking out this podcast. Probably going to drop another one this week because what else do I have to do? Uh... Thank you guys so much, and once this, uh, you know, this lockdown or whatever it is that they're about to put us in is over, I'm going to get some guests on here, and we're going to have a good time, and it's going to be exciting. So, tell your friends about the podcast, don't forget to go and vote, listen to the playlist, uh, tell your friends you love them, they're not going anywhere, but you know, you still need to tell them you love them, 
and uh, go participate in my challenge. Tell everybody they're good at what they do. Not everybody, because not everybody's good at what they do. All right, guys, thank you very much. Organic Poison, Sickest in the South.